and welcome to the latest installment of this Rangers Supporters Group podcast. I've got Karen and Alan joining me tonight. How are you both? I'm not bad. Sawed out just about. <laughs> got the feeling in your feet again. <laughs> Took halfway down the motorway for it to happen, but I got there. <laughs> so we're absent last week because we're travelling to Inverness. Hefty journey up and back down the road, so we missed it and just kind of touch on it briefly tonight. Uh, Card last week we had Essen, Doherty, Hill, Madag, Cornet, McLean, He, Arnett, Rowe, Ross and Ewan Stanton. Were you happy with that team? Well I was because like Essen finally got a game which is nice but then after seeing Jenna in the warm-up I was about oh Jenna was doing all right in the warm-up she was saving all the other shots quite well so I bet it's nice that Vic, not that she touched the ball I don't think at all the entire game so it didn't really make any difference to her but it was a, it was a good strong team I like that Joe went very attacking very strong go out and give it your all not I'll help it a week inside out give you know everybody a run out and it'll be fine don't worry about it she seems to be going full pelt in every competition to make sure we get the job done which is nice yeah, and it was good that she was kind of putting a strong team out after the break that we'd had. I think she kind of needed to put the strong team out to kind of get the minutes back in their legs. Definitely. I think we've seen all season when we've had a wee break, whether it's been internationals or whatever, we've sometimes started a wee bit slow in the first game back. Obviously, a long journey up to Inverness and then playing on grass at this time of year when the players are not so used to it. It's always going to be a wee bit heavy, but... I thought it was a very attacking team. Uh, like Carl said, you know, it was good to see Vic Essen play. It was good to see Jane Ross in the starting lineup and get getting the first start and really strong team right through. It had six goals, was it either side? So quite a few goals to cheer, Car. So the first half we had Jane Ross scoring the first goal, no surprise there. Then we had Kirsty McLean, Sarah Ewans, Jane Roth again, Lizzie Arnett and Brogan Hay. So quite a few goals. Kind of tear a wee while to get started, but as Alan said, travelling up the road and kind of playing on the grass makes it a bit tricky. But once the goals started to come, they just kept coming. No, it could have been a few more. We had a lot of chances that, you know, just didn't come off for whatever reason. But, you know, they went full pelt at it. Inverness weren't really giving us much trouble, especially down the wings. We were having a lot of joy down the wings with, you know, their wingers just seemed like they couldn't keep up kind of thing. And Sarah Ewan's had a lot of joy as well. So, I mean, six goals in each half, which is good because normally we'd get six in the first half and then just kind of, ah, it's fine, it's done kind of thing. But it was nice that both halves we just went for it and could have been a lot more. So can't really grumble at that at all. Oh, definitely. Not. The keeper, as we keep saying, kind of up their game, Alan, and did have a few saves to make um, out with, obviously, all the goals that she was letting in, but it could have been a lot more, as Carr said, but she had a decent game considering how many she conceded. Well, definitely, I think credit goes to the, the, the keeper particularly, but, you know, the, the whole Inverness backline worked extremely hard to clo- close space down as best they could, but you know, they're all a team that's part-time to two divisions below us. And, you know, it was all, the game played out pretty much as we expected. But you know, no no criticism of how Inverness applied himself. And as you say, the keeper pulled off plenty of really, really good saves. 
or the score could have been even bigger. Yep, Kat, then we'll go to the, the second half. We had a couple of changes at halftime. Uh, Ailey Austin, Mia McCauley came on for Nick and Lizzie. So good to get some kind of younger players getting some minutes. Yeah, I think that was probably always the plan, get to halftime, see where we're at, and then, you know, put some fringe players and some younger players on, see how they got on. And Ailey Austin came on in another role, you know, like in a... I don't even know how to describe it, like centre-forward, centre-back, winger kind of role. She was kind of further up the pitch and she was having a lot of, I keep saying this, a lot of joy, but she was, she was having a lot of joy kind of running the channel with me and Macaulay beside her. They had a, a lot of a good partnership there going and, of course, scored a, a wonder goal as we come on to. But, you know, it's nice that the younger players are getting more of a chance. Joe seems to really favour them and give them a lot of opportunities. So I think it's helping, you know, having games like this where Joe can get the opportunity to do that, where the players will step up, score a bunch of goals and then it gives them the opportunity to come on and get some minutes. Yeah, I think uh, Ailey was meant to be in that kind of Nick Doc role, but Inverness were just that tired that she was just like, I may as well just stay up pretty much <laughs> up front and see if I can score. So we had um, obviously six more goals. Rachel, um, yeah, Rachel Rowe got a her second goal was that in the second half. Uh, Jade and Cathy went off. Rio and Michelle came on. Then, as we've touched on, Alan, that wonder goal by Ailey Austin. Yeah, uh, we were fortunate where we were sitting. In the second half, we'd moved a wee bit closer to behind the dugout, and it's, it was in as soon as it left Ailey's boot. I actually spoke to Ailey briefly after today's game, and she was saying she didn't even think it was that good at the game. It was only after she watched it back she realised actually it wasn't too bad. Humble. There's, there's the confidence of a young player car. Just, <laughs> yeah, just scored a goal. It wasn't that good, was it? She'd been learning from Nick Doc. Just these things happen. You know, it's not not that impressive. It just kind of happens. I like the work from Mia beforehand as well. The way she cut back in and. Kind of Ely was running onto that into that kind of space. It was a really well worked goal overall. Then I think had... the fullback still having nightmares for me and Macaulay <laughs> terrorising her for that second half. Oh, we kept just sitting there, take it on, take it on. <laughs> uh, so no, so sorry. Then we came on to Rachel Rose. She got her second goal after Ely's, um, and then Rio scored three goals pretty much back to back plus a. Penalty Rangers car. Yeah, it's almost a perfect hat trick, I suppose. You know, I mean, it wasn't both feet and a header, but you know, it was close enough. But she, you know, Rio's been tremendous for us. She's leading the charts for goals scored in the league. She must be leading the charts for goals scored in in the cup because you know she's got three in one game. So she's just tremendous, and it she's just so good and exactly what we've needed. That partnership with her and whoever's beside her. It doesn't really matter if it's Kirsty Howard, if it's Ross, if it's Laura Berry, it doesn't matter who you put beside her. She always seems to be in the right place and you know can score from seemingly anywhere in the park. So it was nice that we finally got that penalty because there probably should have been one earlier on, but Sarah Ewan scored, so it didn't really matter at that point. But you know, the recruitment that we've done this season has been tremendous, and I think there's probably maybe more more to come. But it's already been top class, and the players that we brought in have been incredible for us. So 
just testament to them that's working out and they're also having a lot of fun here scoring a lot of goals so what more could you ask for from a striker yeah so a good day all round 12 goals scored Alan we got a hat trick we got a penalty and we also got a wee tour of the boardroom at halftime did you enjoy that yeah it was very much an unexpected bonus Uh, we were very very well received by Inverness you know uh, and listen, credit to the club for moving that to the Caledonian Stadium. They were well rewarded by a crowd of over a thousand at the game. You know, it was another approach asking for donations and not selling tickets. And hopefully Inverness made, made a good wee bit of money off that for the club. But the tour of the boardroom was, was certainly unexpected. But, you know, a, a touch of class for Inverness towards us and it just added something different to a trip. Quite a view through that boardroom as well, Carl, wasn't it? I mean, Inverness is stunning, like right on the coast, up in the highlands, you get some stunning views. But I mean, you wouldn't be mad, you know, if you worked in there and being able to just pop in and look at that. And it's just incredible. But, you know, Scott showing us that when he didn't need to. We were with Wilf and Brian from the Rabble. You know, that he had said, oh, we've been invited up if you want to come and we've managed to go ahead and see all the pendants and the trophies and, you know, the Iron Brew from them winning the Iron Brew Cup all those years ago. It's just very interesting to hear the story behind it. And, you know, he seems like he he does a good job running Inverness. He's obviously got a lot of experience being the CEO of like numerous clubs before it. So he's obviously done a really good job. So it was it was nice. It's a nice touch. You know, you don't you wouldn't get that if you went to you know, Easter Road or wherever else, you wouldn't get that kind of thing. So it's nice that we got that opportunity. And Inverness did make a day of it. It was nice for their women's team to play there. And, you know, they got seemingly a bigger crowd than they got on Friday. But it's probably not true. But it looked like it on the telly anyway. It looked like it. So we'll go with that. Yep. So who would be your player of the match, Alan? I think my vote went into Kirsten McLean, if I remember right. But... That's not not going to be a surprise to anybody who has watched the team all season. You know, Kirsten McLean tends to get a lot of votes for player of the match, and deservedly so. Yeah, she did win the, the player of the match, but it was she used as well, Car? I don't know, there was that many. We were kind of listing them in the car on the way up, and we kind of listed everyone, and then we went Kirsten McLean all at the same time, as if we'd forgotten about like, the wonderful talent that is Kirsten McLean. But obviously, she won the, the poll vote. But there was that many. You could go for real. She got a hat trick. You know, me and Macaulay did really well. Kirsten McLean did really well. Jane obviously did quite well. It's just, there's so many to pick from. But I kind of want to go Ailey Austin just purely for that goal because it was just top quality. But I'll go for Rio. She got a hat trick, so you can't really go against that. Fair enough. So then the draw happened and we drew Dundee United at home. The, play, the game to be played on the 4th of February with kickoff to be uh, decided after playing them today. You look forward to that game, Car? Um, I don't actually know if I'm off that day, so I'll need to try and get that day off work. Um, but it should be easy enough. I don't foresee any cup upsets with us and Dundee United if tonight's anything to go by, but, you know, on a different day and different weather conditions could potentially be different, but I don't I don't see it, to be honest. So it's going to be a good game and, you know, perfect draw. You can really ask for much better, to be honest. Yeah, Alan, are you happy it's a home draw? Less travelling? Yeah, January is quite busy for us in terms of journeys, so uh, it'll be nice to 
to start the month at, at home at Broadwood. And I don't think Dundee United would have been delighted with that draw. And I think they'll be even less delighted with it after today. They'll probably just be getting over the scar tissue today and then they're like, oh, we'll play them again. <laughs> so on the note of Dundee United, we obviously played them today and starting once again in goals was Victoria Essen. With a back line of Doherty Hill, Medag, midfield McLean, Cornette, uh, Jodie McLeary, Mia McCauley, Megan Bell, Sarah Ewans and Jane Ross. Happy with that again, Car? I mean, I was surprised by like a few of the players. I, I mean, I didn't think Vic would get another start. She, I mean, obviously she shouldn't have anything to do in that last game, but I thought maybe she was going to get the comp- the cup competitions. I didn't think maybe it would spill into the league, but I guess maybe Joe thought, well, she didn't have anything to do. I'll give her another game and see, you know, how she gets on with that. And then she touched the ball a grand total of about five times and didn't have to, a save to make. So I don't think she's really learnt much from what Vic's capable of from those games. But it was surprising. Obviously, Megan starting for a while has been that she started. I can't remember the last game, but looking at the subs bench, you could obviously see there's a few key players missing through what Joe said in the pre-match um video was niggles and an injury and you know just kind of taking it easy on them and I think that was probably the right choice give you know Megan and some other players a wee bit of game time and the rest of them can have a wee rest you know with the big one coming up on Friday but it was a bit of a surprise but I I was happy with it you know you could feel probably any different 11 and it'd be the strongest that we could put out because the squad depth and talent is just incredible so you know, I wasn't mad at it. Yeah, on the bench we had obviously Fife, he, Arnett, Austin, Berry, and returning Lisa Martinez and Michelle Colton. So obviously, no Libby again, uh, Rachel McLaughlin out, Rachel Roy out, uh, and Rio. So we obviously quite a few big names out, but with the strength and depth we've got in this squad, we're still going to manage to kind of get the job done. I don't. I don't think the game was ever going to be in doubt today. You know, I think whatever eleven Joe could have picked would have expected him to win and win comfortably. So many names missed out were quite surprising, but obviously we went back and we heard Joe's pre-match comments. There were some niggles in the squad, which is understandable. Uh, Song we've sort of spoke about before and spoke to Joe after the game about having a big squad and being able to take players out. When we've got niggles, we're not in a position where we're having to play, ask players to play through injuries. So when there's small niggles, we can get him dealt with and, and healed up before they actually become bigger problems. The only one that seems to be medium to long term out right now is Kirsty Howitt. Yeah, she's obviously hurt her knee, so she will be it for a wee while, unfortunately. So we started off, the snow came on, the players looked as if they hadn't anticipated that because most of them came out with short sleeves, which was bizarre because it was already cold, so I don't know what they were expecting. But anyway, uh, so for the first kind of 19 minutes, Karen, it was kind of Dundee sat in that low block and just kind of were inviting the pressure onto them, but and kind of holding us off until. Um, any managed to get the first goal, but we made kind of hard work of that first what, 20 minutes. 
Yeah, we had kind of half chances. We were kind of knocking on the door, but I don't know. We just seemed to do that thing where we just almost in a horseshoe horseshoe round the box and just pass it and pass it and pass it and try and walk it in. And credit to the Dundee defenders because they were taking every shot on the chin, on the thigh. They were just throwing themselves in the way of everything so it wasn't coming off for us. But it took Kirsty McLean to get the ball from Sarah Ewins and just smashed it, you know, just smashed it into the, you know, the far corner I've got written down here. So we'll go with that because I don't know the far near post, whatever far corner and just absolutely smashed it home and that's kind of got us going but it did seem like potentially it was going to be one of those games where we just can't get it going with a low block we just can't figure out how to break it down but it took a wee while but we got there eventually eventually and once we kind of started scoring as we seen we had Vanessa Alan just the goal started coming kind of fucking fast we had Jean just a few minutes later getting her first in the game yeah, then I'm becoming familiar with a typical Jane Ross goal, just in the right place at the right time. Uh, scored for about two yards out, I think, if I remember rightly. And it, it just gave us that comfort. I don't think the game was ever ever going to be in jeopardy for us, but it did look at the start of the game like it might be one of the games we were going to struggle to score. But getting the second fairly soon after the first really put the game at ease and we just grew into the game from there. Yeah, then after that we had a couple of half chances. I think Sarah Ewan's could have had a couple of goals but she missed. And then Jane got her second of the game car. Jane Ross back got a bang. I know she's been back a couple of games now but she said in her post-match she's never scored that many goals in one game before so she's obviously enjoying being back she doesn't look like she's lost a yard at all she seems like she's gained three she's just she's just that good but she took a shot the goalkeeper saved it and then she got the rebound and that's what Jane does she's a poacher she's a pouncer that's what she does she's just in the right place at the right time she always follows up second ball she always does what she needs to do to make sure the goal comes rather than just oh I took a shot it didn't come off fine I'll try again later it's just what Jane does and that's why we love her because she gets you that many goals because she's in the right place at the right time, and that's what we're exactly going to need from her for the rest of the season. Absolutely. Then, just a minute later, Alan, Sarah Hughes finally got on the score sheet to make it 4 0. Yeah, it was good to see Sarah get back on the score sheet. Uh, I was saying it in the game to, to both of you and Graham that it's in kind of strange form coming back after Christmas where she's involved in everything, but the ball just seems to be sort of bouncing off her and not, not really giving her a break of the ball. So she's unlucky not to have scored twice before we opened the scoring, but seeing her finally get on the score sheet, it was a really good finish, was was encouraging. You know, you start a game with two strikers, once you get both of them on the score sheet, you're definitely happy with that. Yeah, so we went at half-time, 4-0 up, car. After the kind of Sarah Ewan's goal, there was kind of that lull again in the game that we were just kind of back to the kind of reverted back to the passing round about the box and not much really happening. We were having an interesting chat that had nothing to do with football, but it went in four nil up at half time. But we could have could have been a bit more. Should have had more goals. 
Yeah, we should have. And there was a few long-range efforts that were um, very high and wide of the target, shall we say. One from Kirsty McLean, one from Sarah Ewings. It just looked like they were trying to be Nick Doc, but they were either too close or they just didn't hit it right. Or maybe it was slightly windy down there, I don't know. Maybe the coldness of their foot, they couldn't feel their feet well enough to hit it properly. But they just, they were flying all over the place. But you can't really argue before now. I mean, four goals, it's... You know, a couple of good ones. You can't really argue with that. We did have a nice, interesting chat about the good old days as if we're 65 years old and <laughs> we're not in our 30s. But, you know, it shows how entertaining the game was that we were sitting having chats about school talk shops and whatnot while the game was going on because there wasn't much happening after the last goal. But it's just the way that games go sometimes. Yeah, uh, we also had a bizarre shot that went nearly into the top of the stand, never mind anywhere else but yeah, maybe it was just the coldness of the feet but then me, I did get a goal just after half time, Alan Hewitt firing quite quick, Must have the feet must have warmed up by then Yeah, if I remember right, it was a through ball for Nick Dock which I think if you go back and watch your highlights was an absolutely tremendous through ball Me, gets played into acres of space and she's cutting inside and into pretty much an empty penalty box and I'd no, I said to you at the game I'd no doubts that was going to end up in, in a goal for me I think she thoroughly deserved that I thought she gave the fullback a torrid time and in fairness to Dundee United's fullback I think she gave as good as she got with me but Mia kept knocking at the door and eventually started getting the better of her and that goal was the least that Mia deserved from today's game yeah, it was a typical, I think what you could say, a typical Mia goal. She just seems to be able to curl it right into whatever corner she wants. So, yep, good for the youngster. Then it's 62 minutes, Jane Ross got her hat-trick. Because of course she did, Car. She did, and in, in the fashion that only Jane Ross could. Uh, it was a, a, a free kick. Megan kind of takes it. It was quite a nice free kick routine. I was expecting Megan to just fire it into the box and hope somebody got on the end of it, but Megan gives it to Jodie, who, you know, takes kind of a low shot. Jane's in the right place at the right time and back heels it into the net. What more could you ask for? Just superb. And the wee celebration afterwards was incredible. The wee, she had a wee, like, running thing, which was quite nice to see. It seems like she enjoyed that. So it's always nice to see Jane getting a hat trick and then more, <laughs> as we'll come on to. Yeah. She didn't stop there, did she? No. So then at 68 minutes, we had some subs. On came... Lizzie Arnott, Brogan Hay and Michelle Coulson. Off went Jodie, Cathy and Mia. A well-earned rest for the youngsters and Cathy just still kind of coming back for injury, Alan. Yeah, I think with four uh, sort of wide players, we're going to see a lot of rotation, both in terms of starting and no playing in 90 minutes. It's a demanding role, especially as a more wing-backs as opposed to wingers this year. So we're expecting a lot from the wide players and with having all four of them fit, I expect you're going to see all four in play every single week. So nothing surprising about the subs that came on. Yeah, I think we're a bit surprised. Jane was still kind of on after she'd got her hat-trick. We thought that would be her going off, but nope, she got, she got <laughs> to stay on. Unlike Sarah Ewan, she scored and then... I think she was due to go off anyway, Card, but 
she scored, got her second of the day, and then off she went. Yeah, I think we kind of joked about that, didn't we, though? Jane's on two, she'll probably get sub now. And then we said the same about Sarah Younes, and it did actually happen, but just the way some things go. This was a bit of a weird one. You know, she took a, a shot, it was cleared off the line, and then gets to it and scores it. But we were expecting her to kind of smash it and it maybe go over or whatnot. But it went in and she scored another goal. She's an enigma, Sarah Ewan. She scores a lot of goals and some really good goals, but then sometimes gets a bit in the way and can't get the ball at her feet. So... She's obviously not the finished article, but she's contributing, which is all that we can really ask for. You know, it doesn't matter who she's beside, she seems to be okay with it. So we'll see how she gets on the rest of the season and hopefully she'll get a few more goals. Yeah, she seemed to block a lot of goals. Yeah, <laughs> the way rather than moving it away, but she did contribute, so we'll let her off it. Uh, so then Laura Berry came on for Sarah Ewan's, almost scored. I think it kind of came back out and then. Jane Ross was there to eat up the scraps, as always, Alan. Yeah, I, I think uh, Jane doesn't like seeing Rio at the top of his scoring charts and is determined to make up for lost time. So mo- most of Jane Ross's goals today were typical poachers' goals. And as you've already touched on, our third goal for the hat-trick was just sublime. It was a, it was a touch of class and it was the sort of thing you'd expect. To, they're always trying and training. But you don't usually see players doing that in games. Yep, then we had another substitute, Ailey Austin, getting some more minutes, not getting a wee rest. Um, and then Christian McLean, who I don't think had their best game today, Carl. I think she was a bit below par. She was an 8 out of 10 instead of a 10 out of 10. So they always they'll have these kind of games. But she almost scored, it just kind of hit off the crossbar and went out, which I think kind of summed up her day a wee bit she just wasn't at her best probably No she wasn't but I think we've just come to expect her of being top class all the time like she's allowed to have a game where she's not quite there when it's freezing it's been snowing she's been kind of running a bit daft you know trying to get the ball still doing a lot of things right and still doing everything that she's expected to do but just not quite at the level we've come to expect of her but I think she's allowed a little bit of slack now and again because of how good she normally is so you know no hard feelings towards her but if she can pick that back up for Friday that would be great I think she will to be honest what she was saying after the year I think she will so then 89 minutes Jane Ross just has never finished and got her fifth goal of the game at her ninth goal of the game, Alan. She just was, as you say, trying to beat Rio, I think, at her own game and get as many goals as possible. Yeah, again, it was Dundee United were getting really tired by this point. You know, we were having a lot of chances and there's a lot of sort of busy periods in their box where there was a lot of shots and blocks and my shots and it was just Jane being in the right place at the right time in between the posts and you know if your chances fall there then nine times out of ten they're going to hit the back of the net Yeah definitely obviously we said it before we were like wait till Jane Ross comes back and then obviously like, Kirsty Howitt gets injured and people are like oh Kirsty's out and then Rio's kind of got picking up knocks but we're not worried, are we? Jane Ross is there, so we're fine. 
I know we always say that people people would always kind of kind of casually follow the women's team or whatever. We'd always say Kirsty Howitt's the best striker that we've got, and we'd always say absolutely not. Jade Roth is by by a, a big margin, in my opinion. And she seems better than she was in the year that we won the title, in my opinion. She just seems to have gained so much from being out with this injury. I don't know if she was reading a lot of books or what she was doing, or if she was just, once she was back running, she was doing sprints every day because she just seems that quick. And obviously she's kind of missed a lot of football, so she's now kind of making up for lost time, as Alan said, and she's scoring a lot of these goals. But you can tell that she's loving it. She's enjoying being back playing football for Rangers and having the... The support and the supply that she's being provided is more than I think she was the year that we won the league. She was making a lot of the chances or Lizzie was providing a lot of chances for her. But now a lot of the other players are providing her chances, which is or she's creating her own. She was coming deep quite a lot, which I was kind of annoyed about a little bit. I was saying she should be further up and Sarah Ewan should be coming deep to get the balls to her. But it didn't seem tender at all today. And she probably could have had more, to be honest. She had a lot more shots that were kind of saved or went a little bit wider, whatever. But she's just, that's just what Jane Ross does. And I just hope that the rest of the season, she just continues that trajectory and just shows everybody what we've been missing with Jane Ross being out. You both yeah, are, saw, saw Jane play in the season that we won the league. Did she often play as a two? Or was she up front on her own? Well, it was Malkus, so it was more kind of through the middle on her own. But a lot of the time she was hitting the keeper, we would be like, oh, here she goes, hitting the keeper again. But she seems to just be like hitting everywhere but the keeper now, which mm-hmm. I don't know if she's maybe found a book about like finding the corners or something, mm-hmm. but she, she seems to have just come back. Maybe it's because she's missed it and she's like, right, I just need to fire in all these shots. But yeah, I agree with you. She's just seems like a different kind of player that we've got back. Maybe it's the competition. Before she never really had that competition because Kirsty was um, injured with her ACL. So there wasn't anybody that was really take, going to take her place, whereas now she knows Rio's there, hungry for goals. Kirsty's been scoring goals. Laura Berry's hungry to come through. Sarah Ewan's when Sarah Ewan's wants to be at her best can score goals. But So maybe it's that kind of competition. She's had to step up her game, but it's certainly working and Five goals in one game, which she's never done before, shows that even at her ripe old age that she is, she's still managing to tick off things off her list of achievements. Do you think she's benefiting like Kirsty has with having more people around about her in the centre then? Yeah, definitely. I think it, su- it probably suits her more to have that kind of partner so that she's not having to do all the work. And it's paid yeah. off. I think that helps a lot. And I think Joe and Jay have obviously helped managerially compared to what was there before with Malky and whatnot. I think the training and everything is all centred around scoring as many goals as possible, which is what Jane does. So I think that will help as well, that she knows that she's going to get a lot of support and a lot of you know, balls through and people are always going to be trying to find her if she's on the pitch and it's working. So we just need to keep going. Obviously, it's Dundee United, so it's not that big. But for any, she could have scored five goals in probably any game the year that we won the league, but she didn't because she wasn't getting as good of a service. But now I think this probably won't be the last time that she scores five goals in a game. She probably should have had six or seven. It just didn't quite work out that way. But, you know, for her to score that many and be so buzzing about it is just tremendous. But Karen, as well, for that season when we won the league, we weren't as ruthless Anyway, so she wouldn't have had the opportunity because Malky was happy to be like two or three up and then be like, just sit back, we've won the game. 
Whereas Joe's like, no, you keep going. You give everything every single game and score as much. They both, Joe and Jane both said that they were happy at how ruthless had been, but they still could have had more goals. So that's the mentality that she's drumming into them to be like, like five, six goals isn't enough, just keep going. Like if you're going to get chances, create chances, then take them. Or at least take the shot and if it goes in, the goal difference is up. Yeah, I think that is the difference, to be honest. I think it is the, the managers being like, we're, we're, I hate this phrase because it's connected to them, but like we're never going to stop. You're just always going to keep peppering the goal and see what comes off. And I think Jane has that mentality anyway, but I think before with the manager being like, oh, it's fine, just kind of sit deep a little bit once we're a few up and kind of protect that. Whereas now it's like, go all out. And Joe obviously loves when they take a risk and try something because she was shouting that from the sideline. Somebody hit a shot or something that didn't quite come off, but she said, I love it. Like, she yeah. wants them... Jodie was like, yeah. and they were all like high-fiving, and even though she never scored, but like she'd obviously done what they practiced and training or something, so... Yeah, she's obviously asking them, go and take risks, go and try things, and it's coming off. And I think having that freedom and that mentality of you're just going to try and score as many, take as many chances as you can. And I think we're going to need to. The goal difference, obviously, last year became a thing, and we don't want it to become a thing this year, but it'll be helpful. You know, we've obviously cut it down a lot because of this game, and I think that's helpful. But, you know, points on the board are the most important thing. But Joe and Jay have definitely got it and still didn't them go and score as many, and I think Jane loves that mentality. Yeah, but then we did have one more goal just on the kind of cusp of full-time with Brogan just getting a wee goal just to finish it, make it a nice round number of 10. Yeah, and as I said, uh, about one of the last goals, Dundee United were struggling at this point in the game. They were desperate for a final whistle and they were struggling to get the ball clear. And the ball broke to Brogan just on the edge of the box. Just took a touch, set herself and and found the bottom corner. So, a really crisp finish for Brogan. And she's started the year wanting to add goals to, to her game by the looks of it. So, long may that continue, because the more goals we get from throughout the team, the better it's going to be for us. Yep, so finish 10 now. Could have been about 20 card, but we'll take what we can get. Yeah, we can't be greedy, but well, obviously the predictor will come on to it, but we all had different numbers, so once it hit mine and then it went to yours and then it went above that and we're going, well, just give us 10 then. I'm mm-hmm. not thinking it would actually happen and then it happened and we're all just buzzing about it. Can't ask for much more. It was freezing cold, but it certainly helped that we had a few, a wee boogie after each goal with a goal song. I think Nick has it ingrained in her brain because when she came over to speak to us at the end, she was singing it. So it's obviously just in her mind because of how often it was going off today. But you can't, you can't ask for much more. It's exactly what we needed. And hopefully that puts us into Friday. They're all in training, buzzing and looking forward to it. Absolutely. So, Alan, you had the pleasure of speaking to Joe again and Jane Ross. Yes, I did. Uh, the, the club gave us the opportunity to continue doing this to the, the end of the season. So, uh, it was a fantastic wee boost at the start of the year for us to, to be offered that opportunity. So, we were part of the sort of fan media post match where we spoke to uh, Joe and to Jane Ross alongside Stevie for four lads so 
Hopefully, I'll get many more opportunities like this through the season. But I'll play the, the interview with Joe first. Our Rangers manager Joe Tendall today. What did you think of that performance? Yeah, I was pleased. I thought, um, you know, I asked our players to be ruthless before the game and at half time, asked us to not take our foot off the gas. I think it was important for us to put on a display today and, and have a performance that we could be proud of going into Friday. So, yeah, I was impressed. I think we stepped up again a level from, from last week at Inverness. So, I'm looking forward to Friday now. Seems like a, a silly thing to say, but 10 now there was a lot of chances also missed. Did yeah. that please you? Not only the goals taken, but we could have had so much more today. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's just what I was saying to the girls. And you look at Jane Ross, she scored five goals today. She could have probably had seven or eight. Yeah. That's the scary thing about it. But, you know, the, the beauty of it is that She's in those positions and we're creating those chances. And I said to him, no, you know, don't be happy with just scoring one or two. I really want you to be ruthless and, and start taking chances. And, you know, it, sometimes it, it's tough when it gets to the part of the, of the game to just take your foot off the pedal. But we didn't today. We stayed on it. And I thought even the subs coming on just, just brightened it up again. So it's really nice that we can use our squad and, and keep pushing forward. Speaking of the squad, a few of the players missed out today, likes of Rio and Rachel. Obviously, spoke to him beforehand. They said it was just not. So, are you confident that you'll have a few back going into Friday next game? Yeah, I hope so. You know, they're important players for us. Yeah. Um, you look at the top goal scorer in the league, and when when Rowie plays, you know, everyone's very excited about her and, and her performances. So, you know, they're important players for us. But you know, should they not make it, then you can see the, the talent that we had out on the pitch today. They can still step up and juice. And I think that's the beauty of this squad that, that we've got right now is everyone's competing for a position. So they know that they've got to perform when they step out, step out on that pitch and, and they're starting to do that now. Speaking of talent, Joe, a ball got fired at you around about 77 <laughs> minutes and you, you still got it? <laughs> Always. I don't know about that. My foot was a bit numb, so I didn't even feel it. Um, yeah, it was a cold day today. I suppose, just finally, that, that all joking aside, that is the most impressive thing, I think, today, when we keep going towards 90 minutes, the subs come on and then they put in a performance. Everybody fighting to perform for their place in this team. Ten goals in the afternoon, people might look at it and say, well... You know, it sounded like an easy afternoon, but the girls kept going and going and going. That that overall probably what impressed me the most. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the same for me. I think when you look at it on a whole, like Dundee United aren't a 10-0 team to play against. You make it very tough. Um, but some of our goals were excellent today. Yeah. And I think that's the difference when, when we're saying we could have scored more goals. But you look at it in the quality of our goals, even last week against Inverness, it's exactly the same. doesn't matter who we're playing against, we're trying to produce performances that, that are very good and high quality standards so I think you know you look at the goals today they were excellent and and still creating these these chances in and around the final third which is which is only going to put us in good stead Brilliant uh, Jane Ross completed 90 minutes for the first time you must yeah. be delighted that she's getting minutes in the legs and, and she's looking better and better Absolutely each week. yeah I think it's it's really important for us as I say I think when a player's coming back from a long-term injury, it can be tough. Um, sometimes it's difficult to get these players' minutes should they need them. Um, but as it's happened, it's managed to work out pretty well that, that Jane's we've managed to progress her very well over the last few weeks and, and to get her up to 90 minutes now. And Sarah's had a couple of 90 minutes that, that it, we're just firing all, all cylinders there, um, you know, along with uh, Rio, who's obviously just got a little bit of a knock. Hopefully she'll be back. But is Kirsty just missing out now with a bit bit more of a medium-term injury so you know it, it's scary the firepower that we can have and, and having Jane getting through 90 minutes is is brilliant for us. Having a big squad is 
obviously giving you a chance to take players out when they do have little niggles and hopefully keep them for longer term. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you look at it and we can start to rest players in certain areas to keep them fresh for different games and picking players for their experiences for different games that they can bring to the pitch. And I think we look at it and having a fighting fit squad day in, day out is the big thing for me that they're, they're competing day in, day out on the training pitch and, and that's what helps us bring that performance on a Sunday. Looking at developing players, you, you must be delighted with the impact some of the loan players are having at other clubs. Yeah, definitely. Would you know, you know what it, it says a lot when we've got managers and clubs fighting for our youngsters to, to go to their teams. So, you know, we have, we have really good relationships with our loan players at different teams and, you know, at most of the other teams, they're big impact players for their squad. So, yeah, we keep a we keep a tight a tight um, look on those and and how they're being used and how we can help because they still come in and train with us a couple of times a week, so we still get a hold on it. And I think it's really important that those relationships happen so we can keep our youngsters playing and but still in and around our environment to still learn our way as well. Lastly, I have to ask: You think we're in a good place for the next game? Now we can look forward to that. Absolutely, I think we're always in a good place. I think that. The trajectory we've we've come on is is tremendous. The players are in in good spirits. They they know that we don't look too far ahead. They know that if we perform and we do exactly what we should do, that it'll be a really good game for us. So, you know, one thing's for sure that they're always going to give their all out on that pitch, and and then our quality needs to shine through on the end of that. So, we're always we're always hopeful coming into these games. I think we've got to have a lot of confidence. Um, but not get too far ahead of ourselves because we know it can be a really tough tough battle. So, yeah, as ever, confident, but we've got to get the job done first. Brilliant. Best of luck, Joe. Thank you. Cheers. Our Rangers manager, Joe. So that's what Joe had to say to us after the game. He seems very happy with, with performance, unsurprisingly, and uh, quietly confident, I think, heading into the semi-final on Friday. I love Joe, by the way. See the way she speaks? It just, it sucks you in and you just want to listen to her all day. It's not sound bites. It's not, like, that's genuinely how she feels and the way that she views things. And it's just, it's so, it's a breath of fresh air every time you listen to her. She's just so good. Also, I said about the lone players in the Rangers way of playing. Yep. She's got us sold like... <laughs> <laughs> Have you got Jane's? Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go on to Jane. Uh, just play that just now. Five goals today. How did that feel for you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just loving being back on the pitch, to be honest. Uh, obviously, to get on the score sheet is great also um, and contribute to the win. How did you think it went this afternoon? Probably a silly question, five goals and ten goals for the team, but overall performance and things, getting good habits in before Friday and things like that, is, was that the main objective towards today? I think we spoke about it yeah, all season, obviously, since I've come back. like Our standards are the same every game, regardless of the opponent, so we obviously have key principles and a philosophy that we want to implement in every game. Um, and so, yeah, I think first half we were a little bit sloppy and slack with some of our passing, but I think in the second half we dominated and managed to find those. Yeah, that's what I mean about the, the good habits because you don't want to be disrespectful to anybody. You have to go and win the game, but you could tail off, you know, four or five now. You could settle up and say, okay, that's us for today. But the team kept going and there's more goals came right at the end. And this is the kind of standard you want to set going forward, not only for big games when they come like Friday night, but to be ready for any game that comes along. 
yeah, as I say, like I think we're growing and developing every week with Joe, if I'm being honest. Like I think you can see that in the performances. And as I say, there's key habits and behaviours that she wants to be seeing and for us to be playing in a certain way so that, yeah, in every game, regardless of the opponent. Just the last one from me. We have to talk about it, that flick. We spoke about it off, <laughs> off camera, but on camera. Um, Silva did one for Man City yesterday, but I don't think he has a patch on that one. <laughs> I mean, his was a delightful finish. So, um, yeah, it's obviously very nice to be kicking compared to Silva here. But, yeah, it was just quite instinctive from me. And it was a great cross in from Jodie in the first place. So, yeah, nice to have obviously put it in the net. So, you've completed 90 minutes so for the first time since you've been back. How do you feel? Yeah, at the moment, fine. <laughs> Maybe ask me that tomorrow. But, um, no, it's obviously great to now have had 90 minutes under the belt. I've been slowly building the last three games, um, my game time. So, to now get the 90 minutes and to complete that, um, yeah, I feel fine. Good. Since, since you were injured, the crowds have grown quite a bit. So, there's a lot of new faces just finding out this is what Jane Ross does and scores goals. It must be good to play in front of a much bigger crowd than you saw before. Yeah, it's definitely grown. Um, I think we see with attendances week in and week out that yeah we're attracting a number of fans and there's a lot here who wait around at the end of matches also who want signatures who want photos who are here to support us as players and it's great to see and yeah we love it do you feel today's a perfect preparation for friday yeah i think obviously winning the game 10-0 um is great as i say i don't think our first half we could have been a little bit better we were a little bit slack at times with our passing and yeah maybe could have scored a few more goals but yeah, I think that's our high standards and, yeah, our performance, obviously, 10-0 going into Friday is good prep. Brilliant. Thanks a lot, Jane. Thank you. So, biggest takeaways from the interview with Jane is that she's humble even after scoring five goals. She's quick to praise the quality of the service she's getting for Jodie and just talk, can you talk about how the team could be better? We were slack in the first half and how they want to just keep going and keep getting better. So, very encouraging. Just any time we're, we're getting to speak to any of the players, just the attitude that seems to be prevailing in the full squad. Yeah, even when we're scoring loads of goals, they're still pushing for more, which is what you kind of expect that a club the size of ours, 10-0, 12-0, whatever the score is, there's always room for improvement. Yeah, there is. And, you know, it's funny because when we won the league, Jane didn't really stop and speak to people. She was very um, kind of shy. She didn't really take the accolades that she rightly deserved. She wasn't one for having a lead chat very often. She'd, you know, say thanks for coming and kind of move on. But she's obviously grown quite a lot since then and enjoying the fact that more people are coming and will stand and have a conversation about it and will kind of take the accolades now and will take the praise whereas before she'd be like oh you know the team did well or whatever but now it's all ah well ah it did no bad you know so it's nice to see that she's obviously her confidence has grown a wee bit not on the pitch but as a person because obviously her confidence on the pitch is just incredible but you know it's nice to hear that she's enjoying it. Yep so thanks again to the club for allowing us to have this opportunity Player of the match, Cass, need I ask? Mm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if she'd only scored one goal today and it'd been the heel flick, it would have been Jane Ross. So, I mean, it's, it's got to be Jane Ross. I, I mean, a few other players did have really good games. 
Frick Essen did a really good job. And I'm getting up. She did a lot of running. She probably could have come up and taken a free kick if she needed to. But Jane just top marks all round. Probably could have had a couple of more. And just an incredible player. Nice to get 90 minutes under her belt. Hopefully she does the same on Friday and scores a few goals on Friday too. Yeah, it's got to be Jane Ross for me. Alan, are you making that hat trick like Jane Ross? Yeah, uh, I was going to throw in Vic Essen, but our car stole my thunder. So I had spoke to, to Carr just before you came in before the game and said maybe this week we'll, we'll see the Jane Ross hat trick we could have saw last week. And then she'd just blow that out of the water with, with five goals. So I think there's only one choice. Definitely. Jane Ross, player of the match. Carr, do you want to just run through the load review for this week? Yeah, I mean, it's quite funny that Jay, Joe was saying in her, her post-match there with Alan that, you know, they have a great relationship and he's enjoying that the players are, you know, being front-runners at the clubs that they're at because most of them didn't play t- today. So, you know, it's not great. I mean, Mason Clark did start and played the full 90 minutes. Rebecca Taylor was a sub. She came on in 52 minutes. They lost 4-0, so not great. Mason did, however, score last week in the cup game that they had against Kilmarnock. A very good goal again. So if anybody wants to go and watch that, they can watch that. Megan Cunningham started. Gianna Ferguson was a sub. Didn't play. They won 2-0. Uh, Park Thistle. Lucy Inman didn't play. They had a 1-1 draw. I think for the first time in forever, they've been winning every game that they've had but you know they won um they had a draw one one summer laird didn't play for spartans so not great but you know nice that you know mason clark who is clearly doing very well at hamilton for them is getting 90 minutes and playing full games but but disappointing for the rest and all so the mason clark's the front runner the rest what he's played it. <laughs> Megan Cunningham pretty much plays most of the games other than their, their other keeper does get an odd game here and there but I kind of forget that Megan's still our player to be honest because it's been a wee while since she was even at us obviously with her being firefighter and whatever else so it's a weird situation so we'll see what happens with that in the summer but it's more disappointing I think for summer because obviously she played last week and then she's not playing again so she's not getting a lot of game time which I think is a bit annoying that there's obviously a player the same Jenna Ferguson there's obviously a player there but they're not really getting as much minutes as they probably like yeah disappointing but I suppose it builds that resilience for when the comeback is and whether they stay or whether they go out to other clubs again or whatever so Alan have you got the scores I know you were in just before the podcast you might not have a chance to look at it but any scores for us this week no, I've not been able to look at a score predictor, but you know, for anybody that doesn't know the, the scores, will. Glasgow City beat Spartans 5 1 away, Celtic won 9 0 against Montrose. As Carl's mentioned, Hamilton lost 4 0 at home to Hibs, Hearts won 3 0 away at Motherwell, and Partick beat Aberdeen 2 0. So I don't think there's any great shocks is there. So I'd expect a fairly high scoring round. Imagine by the time anybody's reached fifty-two minutes and watching the pod, then it'll already be on Facebook. Yeah, I think I was a few goals off a lot of scores, so annoyed at that one. But hey, I'm the same. 
it's the way it is. Uh, so up next, we have just a small task of a semi-final against our arch-rivals, Car. Um, it's at Airdrie, tickets are on sale via Airdrie, as always. I think there's still tickets available, so get along, Sport Rangers. Look forward to the game, Car. Do you think we're going to change the team a lot, or kind of the same as today? I mean, I imagine if, you know, Rio and Rachel Rowe are fit enough, I think she'll, they'll come back into the starting lineup. I think Jane Ross will retain her, retain her place. The only thing I don't know about is the goalkeeping situation, if she'll put Jenna back in or if she'll keep Vic in. But I'd imagine she seems to favour Jenna, so I'd imagine she'd put Jenna back in. But other than, you know, if they're fit, if they're not fit, then I imagine it'll probably be the same as today. I think Mia more than deserves the start on Friday, you know, she's been an incredible talent for us. Not scared to take anyone on. I think that could be really beneficial for us. Potentially Brogan might start because she does offer the same thing that me does, just on the other side. So potentially could be a good option for us. But I think Joe could put any team out there and they'd run through a brick wall for her. She's got me wanting to, so I can see why they, you know, are inspired by her to go ahead and do it. So I'm feeling fairly confident as long as the team goes out and plays the way that they can play it and not get sucked into their game. And hopefully that, that'll be easy enough and we'll be into the final right before Alan's birthday and we can all have a nice birthday celebration with Alan for the final. Yeah, Alan, we'll just touch on the goalkeeping situation there because last week we were thinking of Vic's back in because she's going to be like the cup goalkeeper. But does that kind of change a bit when it's Celtic and it's a semi-final or does Vic get to keep our place because she's kind of played the cup games. I'm not sure. The last time Vic came in, she played two games and then went back out. So that makes me think maybe the same will happen. So I'd, I'd probably put my money on Jenna being in because she's played most of the season. And she looks like she just came back for a break, you know, in, in good form. Cal touched on some of the saves she was pulling off in the warm-up at Inverness last week. You know, it's like, where on earth did that come from? But <laughs> certainly I'd be confident with either. And I think we've we've adapted well to, to how the Celtic team like to play and put a lot of pressure on set pieces. That's got to be key to keeping the door shut at the back. We've obviously went a run with clean sheets. We've not considered a goal for a while. So I think we're in a good place. Always very nervous going into these games. You know, there's a lot of scar tissue for recent years going into old firm games. But I think if, if we turn up and perform and put the work in and work hard enough, then we should be looking for a, a party in March. Yeah, I think if we get Libby and Rachel Rowe, the kind of wee ankle biters back in, Rio back in, who's on fire the now, Jane Ross firing goals, I think we should be all right, to be honest. But these games can throw up everything. I think the scar tissues kind of healed over card the last couple of games. I think we've won the last two games at Airdrie, so we can make it three. Hopefully, if we've got everybody back in, fit and firing. Yeah, it's not as I'm not as nervous as it probably would have been, you know, last season or even, you know, the season before. Obviously, we won the league un, unbeaten, but you know, the cup competitions, we lost both of them 
to Celtic. So the, there was scar tissue there, but now I'm fairly confident in this team with Joe and Jay at the helm. They've just got a new manager in while she come in and kind of rip things up and change the way they're playing, and that can potentially derail them a little bit. We won't know because I think it was the, the other guy that took charge today in their game against Montrose. So that could potentially be a banana skin for them, but it doesn't matter. We just need to go out and do what we can do and not get sucked into their playing for headers from corners or free kicks or whatever it is. They just focus on defending and then the goals will come. That shouldn't be a problem. So I think we'll be a bit better suited now. We seem to be all right against them. Yeah. Score prediction there, Alan? I was hoping you were only going to ask that this week. Uh, as nervous as I am about the game, let's uh, see a bit of a statement, man. Let's go 3 0. Car? It's tough because I want to be super confident, the same as Alan, but something tells me it's just going to be like a 2 1 or a 1 0. There'll be one goal in it and it'll be nervy, but. Knowing Jane Ross, she'll score in the first minute again, like she did, all, you know, a couple of years ago, and then the rest of the game, nothing will happen, and it'll be fine. But I don't know. I think it'll not be as close as a goal will tell the story of, but I think it'll probably be like a one 0 or a two one. I'll say one 0 just so we don't concede. Okay. I'm going to say two 0 Rangers. Slightly confident, but not overly confident. <laughs> And I feel like we might actually keep a clean sheet for a change, so we'll see. I'll probably be wrong. We'll probably concede and then have to bring it back or something. But yeah. So yeah, fairly positive. Um, obviously, the tickets are on sale. I think it's also on Sky Sports, is it? Yeah, yeah. that's why it's moved to Friday. Yeah. So for all those that ask, is this game on the TV? Yes, it is. You can watch it, but you want to get a log and sit in freezing cold. Yeah. Bit angry, really. So get the tickets, get along, support the girls. Hopefully into a final for a big party for Alan's birthday. Hopefully. <laughs> so with that, I'll thank Karen and Alan for joining me for this one. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, Laura. I will see you on Friday, hopefully. See you later. See you soon.